Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. All right, I want to start day four of this five-part series with a shout-out thank you to those of you who have connected with me in some kind of message thread, either on social media or email um, or Voxer, if you're already my clients, and you have shared with me what you've been learning, what your takeaways are how you are connecting to your aligned action. It feels to me like light bulbs going off. Like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Like we are lighting up the world. So that's my thank you. If you are listening and you have reached out to me sharing um, what's going on for you inside this five-day event series, or at all really, but (laughs) inside this five-day series. Um, I love you. I just love you. I love you all, but those connections just feel like magic to me. So there's that. Good stuff is happening. Yesterday, we talked about finding, like identifying your aligned action and that being essentially a formula, which is, what do I care about plus abortion, where does it intersect with abortion, and that will lead me to my inspired aligned action. It's one thing to have a brilliant idea, and it's a completely other thing to take action on a brilliant idea. I cannot tell you how many brilliant ideas I have every day. Every day I have new brilliant ideas, and I'm going to say about 96% of them never come to fruition. They're just ideas that come to me. Perhaps I could argue they inspire the the ideas that I do take action on. I have a section in my life called the parking lot where I drop ideas because sometimes I get these brilliant ideas that I think are like, absolutely going to be I'm going to take action on they're going to change the world they're going to change the game and then I never touch them again but in the moment that I'm having the idea it feels like a I don't want to jump right in and take action because I have a million other projects going on but b I don't want to forget them I don't want to lose them because they're so good in that moment they are everything and so I have what I call a parking lot in my planner where I drop those ideas. So I know, my brain knows, they're written down. I don't have to worry about trying to remember them. I don't have to use up brain space um, with them on my like someday list. They're just written down. And then if they're meant to be, I trust that they will be. But it's one thing to identify an aligned action and it's a whole nother thing to take action. There's a lot of us who are really good idea generators and then we go to do the thing 
and we panic or we put it off or we procrastinate or we tell ourselves it's a bad idea or we give up ahead of time. So I want to talk today. I mentioned in part two of this series, episode 30 of my podcast where I talk about self-coaching scholars. Uh, well, I do talk about self-coaching scholars, but I talk about self-coaching after abortion, which I learned in self-coaching scholars, which is why I made that slip up there. Um, self-coaching after abortion. And to this day, the number one most effective tool I use for self-coaching. Um, so I want to reference that episode again, because it also can be really helpful for you today. But it is a concept not um, not unknown in other parts of therapy, the therapy world or the life coaching world or personal development world that our thoughts create our feelings. Um, if you've ever had cognitive behavioral therapy or read about it, that's very much the same pres- um, same concept. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm losing my words. Just losing my words. That's all that's happening these last couple of weeks. I have no words. Um, so in that episode, the idea that thoughts create feelings is expanded upon in what um, is called the model. And it's that this circumstance happens, we have a thought about it, our thought creates a feeling. Sometimes we have conscious thoughts and sometimes we have unconscious thoughts. Our thought creates a feeling and from that feeling is where we take action or where we don't take action, right? So not taking action is also action. Um, in our world, a pregnancy is a perfect example of that, right? If I don't take action, if I don't choose abortion, I'm still taking action. Like the pregnancy keeps growing. So not taking action is still action. Um, Not telling people what I really think is still action. Not uh, donating the money is still action in the sense that it's inaction. And inaction also creates results. So our feelings drive our actions and our actions create the results we have in our life. So if you have the results in your life of hiding, of shrinking, of staying small, that's because you're taking action driven by some kind of feeling created by a thought in regards to your relationship with abortion. I mean, this model applies to everything, but I'm using the contents of this week. So what I wanted to talk about today in terms of taking action It's just like a quick overview. What are some of the emotions? Okay, so we have a thought, creates a feeling. The feeling creates our action. What are some of the emotions, the feelings that inhibit our action? Maybe they stop us from taking action at all, or they keep us like kind of hesitantly or unconfidently or... um, reservedly, (laughs) if that's a word, taking action. What emotions inhibit our impactful action? So those are probably guilt, 
regret, fear, probably fear of judgment, but fear in general, fear of judgment, fear of safety, loss of identity. Not that that's necessarily a feeling, but you feel kind of lost, right? Um, you feel un, unsettled, disconnected from who you are. When you feel guilty, you're probably going to stay small. You are going to hide. You are going to beat yourself up. You are going to scan for evidence that you're a bad person. You, right? There's good. The actions you take are not going to create impactful action, at least not impactful aligned action in the way that we're hoping for in this five day series. If you feel regret, you are probably definitely, well, probably going to beat yourself up. You're going to replay your story. You're going to you're going to go through a lot of what ifs. All these actions you can imagine inhibit any productive action that makes an impact on abortion rights, on reproductive justice. Um, if you have fear, you're going to hide. You're going to stay small. You're going to not tell your story. You're going to shrink. You're going to retreat. It's going to inhibit your action. So I think you get the idea. If you're feeling these feelings or you're noticing your action is restricted, figure out what's the feeling driving that action. What's the thought attached to it and how How and what do I want to do about that? Right? What do I want to do about that? Now that I know this, now that I can see it, what do I want to do about it? Of course, this is the work I do in my coaching containers with my one-on-one clients, sometimes in group workshops, but mostly I work with one-on-one clients. This, These are learned skills to be able to self-coach in this way, to be able to take yourself from a place of inaction to action. But I want to at least give you the essence of it all so hopefully you can take something away and use it. Um, So there's emotions, feelings that inhibit your action, but then there's also emotions that dilute your action, right? You're still taking action, but it's diluted. It's not in full confidence. It's not in full spirit. It's not, um, you're not fully present, in the action you're taking. Emotions that may lead to that diluted action are probably overwhelm, confusion, fear. Fear plays in here too. Uh, Scarcity, pity, maybe for others or self-pity. But if you're having any of these feelings, they're going to dilute their act, your action. They're going to make it not as powerful. So let's say you're um, creating a product that you plan to sell to raise money um, for abortion or you plan to sell as a part of your business to raise aware and your intention is to raise awareness, Right. People in the world receive the product. The product spreads awareness. But let's say you're creating this product and you have fear. You have fear of judgment. You have fear 
that people won't like it. It's going to dilute your action, right? It's, it's going to make your sales, your product less attractive to people when your fear is behind it. When you, um, let's say the action you want to take is volunteering to escort, um, escort people to abortions, but you're feeling confusion. You're feeling confusion about the world in general, about who you are or how to do it right, or um, I don't know, maybe confusion wasn't the best example in that situation with escorting. Maybe overwhelm would be better. You're feeling overwhelmed, a little intimidated, a little triggered by the anti-protesters. You're having a little like wanting to say and do the right thing with the client, with the patient. So you're overwhelmed. If you're overwhelmed stepping into a volunteer position like that, you're going to still be effective because we all need escorts. Well, we don't all need escorts, but the world needs escorts. But you're not going to, it's going to be diluted. If you haven't managed your own mind around what the action you're taking around your relationship to abortion it's going to be diluted. It's not going to be as effective. The patients that you're escorting are going to feel your overwhelm. They're going to feel your reserve. And so that makes a difference. It, does it make it ineffective action? No. But could you make it more effective action by stepping into emotional adulthood, emotional awareness, emotional, um, I don't know what another word is for that, but like managing your own emotions, um, emotional responsibility, could you become more effective if you were able to get coached or coach yourself through the feelings you're having, which are totally normal. All these feelings I've mentioned, the ones that inhibit action, the ones that dilute action, all totally normal. I've had all of them. Um, These ones that dilute action, I have them a lot and I definitely manage my mind before I take action, before I reach out to you all, before I get on a podcast. I have the tools to manage the emotions. Manage, again, is like not in a control way, but in an awareness way, in an intention way. And because I have the tools, I can show up more powerfully. It doesn't mean I don't get the feelings. I still get plenty of terrible, no fun, very bad feelings, but I, I'm not afraid of them. I don't let them stop me from making a difference, from taking impactful action. So as you can imagine, um, there are also emotions that enhance your action, emotions that um, make your action more powerful, more impactful, more effective. And we talked a little bit about those at the beginning, right? When we talked about finding your baseline and boundaries. So we know from that episode, from that part two, when we're grounded, when we're centered, when we're steady, when we're feeling purposeful, our actions are enhanced. I mean, imagine you're being escorted into a clinic and your escort feels purposeful. 
versus your escort feeling overwhelmed, right? It makes our action more impactful when we're coming to it from a place that's grounded, centered, steady, purposeful, um, safe, um, what else? Abundant. Um, there's grateful. There's a million emotions that enhance your action. But when you understand the basics of all this and you lean back into episode 30 where I talked about um, self-coaching after abortion and start plugging these emotions into that model and understanding how they impact you, right? Even the difference between you and I is going to be different. When I feel purposeful, I'm going to take different actions and and inactions than you are. When I feel grounded, I'm going to take different actions than you are. So it's not like one emotion creates a set action and we're good to go. It's it's all unique to us. And that's the beauty of self-coaching and self-awareness is that we, we get to know who we are. We get to know our inner center. Um, and we take action and we show up in the world as the best version of who we are. So um, it's, it's really important to understand this connection between um, thoughts, feelings, and actions. Because the world happens. Abortion happens. The news happens. Um, life happens. As I say, shit happens. It's how we think about it that drives our feelings, that drives our actions, and that's the results we get in our life, right? So this is deeply, deeply important to understand if you decide, hopefully you will decide, to take some kind of action toward, for, in support of abortion rights. Um, I think that's it for today. Super duper good stuff. Uh, tomorrow we will talk about as you move forward, as you keep taking action, what's the effect of celebrating and evolving your action and your impact? What's the, um, it, you know, let's, let's dive into how do we, how do we sustain what we're doing and expand what we're doing so it becomes more and more and more impactful and more and more purposeful leading into words like legacy and service and you know impact and all that good stuff so looking forward to tomorrow um maybe some of you heard my dog start scratching at the door so I'm gonna let her in maybe some of you heard my son come home and open the door so I'm gonna go check on him um again I think I've been a shining example of taking imperfect action in this series this week but part of the reason I can do that is because I know how to use the tools to come back to my center to come back to my um grounded self so I don't make it mean anything when my dog's scratching at my door and my son comes home as I'm recording a podcast I don't stop I don't redo it um I don't waste time on stuff that doesn't matter I just come back to center and keep going toward what I believe is purposeful and impactful and life-changing that's what I have for you today 
Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.